obedient, 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 obedient is a cornerstone of our faith in God. Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for, it assures about what we do not see. Being obedient requires faith in God. Without faith, it is impossible to follow God. I will. Obedience. Obedience. Obey God. Hey y'all, it's Ashley. And Shantavia. And this this is is Obedience Podcast. So we'd like to welcome you guys to part three of this series. This is the last part of our Lost and Found series. So in this part, we'll be discussing my favorite part, the found. And we'll also be discussing the parable of the lost son. But before we get started, let's go ahead and start off with a prayer. Holy Spirit, we want to say thank you for allowing us to come together with our special guest, Shamanika. We thank you, Lord God, for allowing us to discuss this topic of being found. We thank you, Lord God, that we can be found by you. And Lord God, that we have a Savior that loves us. And Lord God, that most of all, that you desire a relationship with us. So Lord God, we pray that you give us the words to say on today. We we release total control to you, Lord God. Give us the words to say to minister to your people. We pray that you be within their hearts and minds. Allow them to have a heart shape and to allow their hearts and their ears to be able to receive a word from you, Lord God. That they be transformed by the renewing of their mind and also their spirits. It is in the mighty name of Jesus I pray. Amen. 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 All right, Ashley, we want to thank you for welcoming Holy Spirit into this place. So just to recap what we learned in part two before we into part three. In part two, we talked about how you should respond when you've lost faith in something. And we also talked about why it's important to have a search party. And then we talked about why you should know who to confess to because, you know, you can have some people rejoicing in your misery. So in this episode, we are going to talk about knowing who you are in Christ. And it is titled, like Ashley said, Being Found. And through this episode, we are going to talk about the parable of the lost son. So we're going to go ahead and jump into it. And I am going to read Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 19. Jesus continued, there was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set all for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth and wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to his fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pies that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. Shamanika asked me like how we came up with the series. And while I was reading that, I just remember what led me to this scripture for the series. Um, Pastor Corey preached um, at the beginning of August and he spoke of this parable. 
and how he said that he was no longer worthy and how at the end of this parable, the lost son realized what his worth was. Mm-hmm. So I want to thank him for like leading me to this scripture because it really helped me figure out what this, what I wanted to talk about. I, I had an idea, but I couldn't like put the, put the puzzle pieces together. So that's how the puzzle, puzzle pieces got together. But the part of the scripture that I wanted to talk about from 11 through 19 is how the son, the two sons, we see that the younger one pretty much was like, you know, give me my stuff right now. Like be waiting for you to go ahead and, you know, kick the bucket. It's it's getting in the way of what I want to do. Go ahead and give me my shares. So it made me think, are you trying to live your life on your own? Selfishly pushing aside any responsibility or commitment that gets in your way. And with him, the commitment was stand with his father until his father passed away and then inherited his shares. That was getting in his way. So I wanted to ask, you know, how are are we trying to do that now with pushing aside what God told us to do or the responsibility that God gave us to just try to live life on our own? Um, Yeah, I think in this generation, it is, you have a, this generation is a microwave generation. They want it now, now, now. Where God is a crock pot God. He gonna slow cook that blessing. He gonna slow cook it and everything. And that's where you tend to, to to fall at. Because you people want things. And I'm so I'm so glad I love that pair. Like that's that's my favorite pair because he, he came to himself. He yeah. came to himself and was like, I had all this at home. I had this and he went out and lived this immoral life. And that's what you see a lot of people nowadays. They are trying to live that fast life. And it, and it, in the end, it, it, it doesn't last long. It's only temporal. And so you would try to out. It's like some, it's almost like some people trying to outrun God. Or they trying to just, you know, run far away from him. But you can never run far from him. You can never run from him at all, period. So I really truly think that that's what's going on in today's generation of the clothes and the shoes and the money. And I got this and I got that. And then just they're miserable. Yeah. You brought up a great point. Like we ain't nobody trying to wait on God. Who got time for a crock pot recipe when I get this microwave meal in 30 seconds? Yeah. You know? I've been there. (laughs) Try to hustle our way into our own will and then be like, oh, that was God. But no, like here he was trying to, you know, move his dad out the way. Let me get my money. Let me go and buy my business. When God is just like, you know, like we said in part two, it ain't your time. Be patient. You never know what I have for you in this season. Let me prepare you first. Um, get in your waiting season like we did. We did. Um, we discussed last month. But thanks be to God. Holy Spirit. You know, it's verse 17, my favorite part, he came to himself. He came to his senses. He was just like, my father's servants, they have more than this. They have better food than this. And it was kind of like a degrading to eat from, you know, the pigs, the pigs pods uh, and their foods. And that was the point. Like, you know, sometimes people have to go to the, the lowest of lows. Some people lowest is lower than others to come to themselves. But you have to give. I guess people the chance to come to themselves. Like you can beat religion, 
you can beat Jesus into somebody, but you have to, it's a personal thing. Like people have to come to their selves. They have to come to their senses and be like, wait a second. This ain't, this ain't the life I'm supposed to be living. And I think that's my, my, my favorite part. It's like when you come to yourself, it's more sincere. Like it's something that I knew it, it, it's a, a process in my mind. We're just like, hold, hold up, hold up. Just like I'm cutting them on, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And um, okay, let me calm down because I was gonna go into the other verses. No, no, you're fine. I wanted to say it's, it's in the waiting too that the really determine what where things are going to go. What are you doing in the weirdness? Are you just gonna sit around and be oh oh this and that, or are you still going to be working? Are you still going to be believing? Are you still going to be praying? You know, and it determines how fast you come out of that weariness too. You know what I'm saying? They, um, in Exodus, you know, with the trip, 11 day journey, 40 years. It's like, what, what you gonna do? You gonna wander around 40 years or you gonna, let's just get this 11 days and get it on out the way. So I, I waiting, patience was a huge thing for me because I was one of those, I want it now, I want it now, I want it now, I want it now. And when I would get, I wasn't ready for it. Or it wasn't time, and I didn't keep it. Hmm. So, for anyone out there who is currently um, lost and just trying to live life on their own, I like to. Well, when I first heard this song, I thought it was so perfect. It's um, "Situation" by Jonathan McReynolds, okay. and basically, he's talking about just inviting God into your situation. And one of the lyrics that really stood out to me is when he said, I'm not asking for an outcome, a prayer for results. I'm not hoping that it all goes exactly how I want. And I'm not asking you to do it or asking that you don't. I'm just inviting you into my situation that I have going on right now. Just letting God in. Don't block him out. Just let him in. He'll take control and it'll go how it's supposed to go. I like to always remember that. Because the minute that you, like like we talked about in the past episode about how even if we take the wrong path, God will come and find us to try and get us back on the right path. But we have to allow him to turn us back around. Because if we just keep going straight and running away from him, he's constantly chasing after us. And so we have to just stop, turn around, and allow him to get us back on the right track. And that's just allowing him into your situation. So y'all have to add that to y'all playlist. Yeah, I'm to I love me a good work. I got me a great worship playlist. Yes. Jonathan McDonald's entire album, People, I recommend the entire album. It's really good. So I recommend the entire artist. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Me too. So the key verse in that passage of scriptures was verse 17, when he came to himself. So in the next part, we're going to discuss, I am who you say I am. And that is what God tells us that we are. So we'll continue with chapter 15. We're going to start off at the 20th verse. So he returned home to his father. And and while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. 
But his father said to the servant, quick, bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet and kill the calf we have been fattening. We, se- we must celebrate with a feast. And this son of mine was dead and has now returned to life. He was lost, but now he is found. So let the party begin. Whew. I don't know about y'all, but that, that little passage there yeah. was, was so much. Mm-hmm. He, he was dead, <laughs> but now he is found. So it raises the question, have you guys kind of got lost in who you were in Christ? Um, no, I've never been lost in Christ. I have actually found who I am through him because I never knew who I was. I always knew what other people said I was. And it wasn't until I got a relationship with him. Well, half the time, I didn't really believe the stuff in the Bible that he said who I was. You know, I didn't, I didn't feel like I was worthy. I didn't feel like I was his daughter or the apple of his eye or things like that. And I was like, how can I be all these things? But that's who he say he is. So, like, uh, a lot of these things, like, you see on these walls, a lot of them are affirmations from the Bible, too, that, you know, I have in my room and I have my kids' room that I have them saved. Because life and death is in the power of the tongue. You will have what you speak and what you say. And so I am, it's, it's, it's funny because, like, I've never been a Joel Osteen fan, like, at all, period. And, you know, I will I don't have anything bad said about him, but he just always looked just a little weird to me. And I find myself now, I've been listening to a lot of his sermons. Like, I listen to the power I am. And he always say, whatever comes after that I am, that's what's going to find you. So I am blessed. I am healed. I'm this. I'm that. You know, but you have to watch what you speak. Yes. And so that's what I tend to say to myself now all day. I'm not feeling, or I'm not feeling good. I'm strong. The Bible said, when you say you're weak, say you're strong. So I, I tend to try to flip it and, and just always continue trying to speak life out of my mouth, even if I'm not feeling that way, because it's going to come. It's, it's going to come with you. And I just, I love that parable because me, I feel like the father represents in the story, he represents God. That no matter what we do or how we feel, He's there with us, waiting with open arms. Like he, he's waiting to hug us and embrace us and love us and say, "Come on, let me fix you up, fix you something to eat, and put some clothes on you. Let me make sure that you're okay." Again, yeah. it doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter what happened. All that's gone. Come on, we're here now. Like I, I love that parable. I love it. Um, I love that you say affirmations. Um, because I think that's it's really power in your tongue. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I be telling my mama, like when she say you're gonna have twins, I'm like, Can you stop? Because I don't want twins. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely power in your tongue. So if you wake up and be like, Oh, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. No, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed today, but I'm about to get on the right side of the bed. You know, like push yourself. I know. Um, if, if I'm feeling some type of way, I'll just talk to myself. I'll be like, okay, Shay, you can't control that. Let's get over this. And then let's focus on this. Um, I know another thing that I've been telling myself too, because like, um, I, I did let me being so concerned about other people's opinion, like stop me from like talking as much on social media 
are like, I watch YouTube videos, commenting and stuff like that. So I've been trying to be more social. And so if I come in on a video, I'll be like, look at you, Shay, being social. I'm so proud of you. You know, just affirming yourself and, you know, encouraging yourself. Because sometimes people can't encourage you. You need to be an own cheerleader. Yes, you do. That's so great. Like, I have my girls every morning to say, I am bold, I am brilliant, I am beautiful, I'm worthy of it all. I have them to say, I have it in my bathroom. Over my you say that every morning when you wake up. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, to me, it just sets the day. You know, I'm, I'm blessed and I cannot be cursed. Today is going to be a great day. Even if it just, if you try to be the most hard, it's going to be a great day. So it is, it's, it's true. And I, 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 <laughs> I love that when you say you'd be like, well, you're being more sociable. Like, because it is. You just have to encourage yourself because a lot of times somebody, people out here don't want to do it. And that's what um a pastor friend of mine was saying. He's like, with the Bible of Christ, we need to get back to encouraging each other more than what we what we do instead of just be so quick to judge or so quick to say, you know, I don't do this, I don't do that. You know, just what's the logic behind it and how can we help you? How can I encourage you today? So a lot of times, Holy Spirit will lay on my heart to just Send nice, encouraging messages out because you, you never know what someone's going through. I always make it a point to be like, hello, how you doing? I don't know if you know that. Like in my inbox, I'll be like, hey, how you doing today? Because that can be the only how you're doing that someone's getting. And so yeah. I, I, I made a point to do that. And a lot of times they don't say it back, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay, but it's just, it's my heart. So I'm always looking to encourage. You know, how, how can I encourage you? So that's a gift that he's giving me. Yeah. Use your gift. Well, thank you, ma'am. Thank you. All right, so we want to take a break in our series to shout out one of our fellow podcasts. That's right. It's Fandoms Anonymous. Check out this clip to get a little bit more information of what Fandom Anonymous is. What's going on, everybody? This is Malcolm from Fandoms Anonymous. We are an amazing podcast where we are all over social media, such as YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and more. We talk about all of your geeky and nerdy news from comic books to TV shows and the movies. And we also get to the nitty gritty local and community news and Hollywood news in our new series, The Conversation Series. We also interview people from all over the country on the one-on-one series presented by Fandoms Anonymous. And we get to know who they are and what they do from business people to singers to actresses, actors, and more. We hope you guys will take a listen to our content and we will see you guys in another video. Be sure to tune in to Fandom Anonymous. And be sure to follow them on all social media platforms. We'll have it right here on the screen for you guys. Now back to the episode of Lost and Found while we're trying to find faith. Um, but to answer the question, I have gotten lost in who I was in Christ. Most of the time it happens like if I've committed a sin and like I told y'all, I like go and hide. Like I talked about in our um What's the name of that series, Ashley? Um, Resurrection. Part two. Resurrection series. Well, I think like I hide from God. Um, but yeah, I talked about it in episode two. But yeah, that's most of the time where I will, um, you know, forget who I am in Christ. But then it just goes back to like you said, Shamanica, those affirmations and, and remembering exactly who you are in Christ. And once you ask for forgiveness, it's over with. Like he, he doesn't remember it. And uh, he's right. He's waiting. Like he he's right there waiting. A lot of times we run away from God, and he he still be standing right there. Like I'm here. Like I'm here. Run. So I've learned to when I mess up and make a mistake, I run more to God now versus I was just like you, Shay, just 
hiding and condemnation and oh believing everything that the devil was telling me see i told you you're not saved i told you not a woman of god look what you did but that's all that he is he's a father alive and you know she came in the car actually said that she was like everything the devil say i am i tell him i'm not any of that and so like i'd be like all right devil i'll be ready for him i throw the word at him quick <laughs> real quick you have to i want to read an excerpt from my bible i love that they said this it said, the sheep was lost because it foolishly wandered away. The corn was lost through no fault of its own, and the sun left out of selfishness. God's great love reaches out and finds sinners no matter why or how they got lost. So we have to remember that if we feel like we lost ourselves in Christ or lost, our, lost who we are in Christ, we have to remember that. Absolutely. We have to be reminded of the scripture on a daily basis because like you said, Shamanica, like he is the devil is the father of lies. Like everything that he he says to you is a lie. And we have to be on our post and we have to be ready to use the word. The uh we have to use it as a weapon. But yeah, I, I did want to say like sometimes you dig you get you you can get lost, but you have to continue to use the to continue to fuel your tank with faith yeah fuel your faith tank i should say because mm-hmm. i remember like a, a, a while back i can't remember the series that pastor v was talking about he can say he said that your tank can get clogged with the clutters and um but as long as your faith tank is if you keep it full if you keep it on full and don't let it go to you know you know how our cars and stuff like that mm-hmm. Too much trash getting into the engine, it can start to mess up our. Um, I'm sorry, too much trash getting in our tank, it can mess up the engine. So you have, so you in comparison with that, you have to continue to um, fuel the tank. Um, and I also did want to piggyback. I did kind of uh, discuss this in part two. It was about um, like in verse twenty. My favorite part in verse twenty it says. So he returned, the son returned to his father, and while he was still a long way off, let that sink in, like he was still a long way off, but he was on his way back to his father. So that kind of pointed out to me, like God would still meet the need, but the first point is to come to him first. Like I said in our uh, study with me, and also in part two, I said the first requirement is that we come to him, and that's referenced in Matthew 11 and 28. Like, even for me, in the process of, like, I guess surrendering all of to God's will and just, like, forgetting my will or, like, my plans, it was great that God still was there. Like, in, even in my surrendering, God was there. Like, he met the need. Like, he met me there. Like, even in my shame, even in my embarrassment of not coming to him first, he still let me in. He still met me a long way off, even though I'm still, it's a process, guys. Like, we'll never be perfect in, it, like, everything that we do. It's still a process. Like, he'll still meet you there. Like, he'll still meet you in the process. He'll still meet the needs, and he still hears your prayers. He does it with such love and compassion. And also, like, in verse 22, 
he said that he brought the finest robe to yeah. him. Like, ain't no rink-a-dink or like the lowest of the low. He brought the finest robe to him and a finger. Well, and a finger. And a ring. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and all, all so that, that, that just like, love and compassion that he gave you the finest of the finest. For verse 23 through 24, it was kind of like a turn up time. Like, hey, my son came to himself. Like, he was dead before. But look at him. He came to himself and he's now alive. And also, like in verse 24, he says that he was dead, but now he returned to life. And it also brought up, like, he was lost, but now he is found. And to me, like, dead can be defined as, as being blind. Like, when mm-hmm. we were sinners, like, we really didn't, I guess, care about, like, what people thought of us. And in comparison, like, it's a life before Jesus, but before receiving Jesus Christ. Um, so, Rome, I did want to bring up Romans 11, 6 and 11. It says, consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus. So, yeah, before... We were lost, but now we have been found through our Savior, Christ Jesus, and that is our through, also through our Father. Man, that was great. I, I feel like if people just would, would come to that conclusion that we all get lost in, in, in a matter of a period of time, we all do, but yeah. just know that we have a Father that we can run back to that, you know, he would make it all right. And a lot of times people just, they just go and they don't come back or they don't feel worthy. But yeah. we can always come back. And every time I read that, I always feel like when, when he say the father saw him far out, I feel like maybe he was getting up every morning looking for him, hoping that he was going to come back, searching out there, saying that maybe that my son, then that one day there he was coming. He was coming back home and he came back to make it work. That's good. Yeah. I think that it's important to, for people when they get lost, not to hide that you got lost because it can be used to encourage somebody else. I know a lot of the times, like with our pastors and stuff like that, we always see them perfect, you know, like we don't necessarily see their mistakes or we don't see the hard times where they don't, don't feel like waking up and reading the Bible. And so we're kind of like, why am I going through this? Why am I feeling like this? You know, everybody else isn't like this. Why am I doing this? But everybody does it. It's just, people don't always put it out there. And I think it's important that we put it out there to be transparent so people can see, hey, this is normal. This is not just a you thing. This is normal. It will happen. But this is how you overcome it. Because I used to be like, man, what what Bible they reading? Like, am I not doing something? Because I'm feeling a little low up here, you know. What's going on? I'm having these up and down days. I just like, what what's going on? Like, I need to see what they're doing. Like, I, I even had someone tell me one time, if you just doubt one time, if you just doubt, like, it's over with. God going to start you completely over. And, you know, like, I was actually afraid. And I was like, oh, Lord. So I'm like, no one's walking around with perfect faith. No one, if they is, then they're lying right there. There's no one that say, oh, I believe everything that God tell me, do I obey everything? No, there's not one person. What I do know is that when you, you can think it, because we all have thoughts, like you can't stop that. It's when you act on it, when you act on the unbelief, when you act on all that, that it be like, okay. And I think that's a lot of what happened with the son. He just got to the point where 
he was ready to be on his own and he thought he can go out here and be grown like how like the old folks say you put your, your britches on and you <laughs> and you you're trying to go out or you smelling yourself and so, so you think you going after the now and life beat him down and a, a lot of times you can't stop that from happening you know but sometimes you have to learn the hard way when, when it comes to when it comes you can't just shelter and I know we didn't say this, but I feel like all of us do it because I can see it. But I put like I put like scriptures around me to constantly remind myself, like you know, my word for the year is completion. So I I wrote this. Well, I made this on my computer and I printed it out just so I can see it every single day. I have my Expo board while I write my scriptures on you. Like you have your index cards, just like constantly remind yourself that you know, constantly remind yourself of what God says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I stay feeding my spirit daily. That tends to kind of help me. It even got to the point sometimes where I don't even eat food. Because <laughs> I, I just be feeling so full. On the inside, I'm like, Shema, you got to eat something. Go in the kitchen and people don't eat. Because I'm, I'm still just in my word. Like, I love sermons. Like, I listen to sermons all day long. You know what I'm saying? All oh, my music. So, yeah. It is true. He is the bread of life. He is the bread of life. So let's go ahead and go to our next topic. So the next topic is going to talk about the contrast of love and bitterness. So we saw all of the love that the father gave to his son. But now let's get into the rest of the parable and see some bitterness. Because sometimes that will happen in our journey. We have to keep that in mind. Everybody will not be happy that you have been found. So let's read. It's going to be Luke chapter 15 verses 25 through 32. Meanwhile, the older son was in the field. When he came to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on. Your brother has come, he replied, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours, who has squandered your property with prostitutes, comes home, you kill the fattened calf for him? My son, the father said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So in those verses, we see the bitterness of the older brother, you know, the one who's been so faithful to his father, the one who stayed. And he's just like, you know, why are you giving all this love to him? And and he messed up. I've been doing right. It reminds me of, you know, when some people see other people's blessings and they're like, what about me, Lord? You know, I've been waiting for a husband too. I've been waiting to get pregnant. I've been waiting for a promotion. But what about me? It reminds me of that. So I want to ask, especially with you, Shamanika, through the journey that you've been through, do you have any bitterness in the journey that you had to go through to become who you are today? Yes, I had a lot of bitterness. I had a lot of it. I I had a very severe... um, upbringing like it was very horrible you know both my parents were on drugs and we dealt with a lot of physical abuse and sexual abuse and 
and you know our parents didn't care and then on top of that I suffered abuse from my sisters because you know I was a darker complexion from them and they were all lighter and so it just it caused me to just carry all that and use it you know use it to stay to, to, to stay in that mentality and everything and as I got more into God I was like I can't continue to be this way I have to forgive them I have to move forward from it yeah. and everything and it it held up a lot in my life bitterness you know what I'm saying it really will it'll, ki- it'll kill you if, you if you keep holding on to them yeah and so I, I had to sit down and take a look at myself and in therapy that's when I really was able to pinpoint all the bitterness that I still had to my mother my father my sisters you know the men I had been with and I didn't want to take responsibility for anything that I had and she was just like it cut me open. It cut me open big time. But I'm I'm real grateful for, you know, all of that time. Because if I would know, if I knew then what I know now, I would have been got healed years ago. I would have been, you know, just not stayed there and everything. Because bitterness is it's it's a rough it's a rough journey. I was I was one of those women where I did not want you better than me. I was jealous. I wanted this. I wanted that. Because I felt like life owed me something because of what I went through, not knowing that. Everything I went through is so I can help someone else. Yeah. Let me get healed from this so I can help someone else. Mm-hmm. That's good. That is so good. Thank you. I'm with you. I don't have any current bitterness. Um, I just, I'm grateful for the journey that brought me back to him. I'm thankful for verse 17. It says that I came back to myself. I came to the only thing I just wish it could have happened sooner, but I know, and I I thank God for the experience. Um, If I would have known where I would be right now, like really joyful person that it's nothing like his joy and peace. It's nothing like his, his, his refuge, his safe place. It's nothing like being in his presence. Like I would have, I would have made it happen a little bit quicker, but I know that that experience is what's helping me now. So, yeah. Man. Um, I recently, um, probably like a couple Saturdays ago, probably like last Saturday. Yeah, last Saturday, I realized some bitterness that I was holding on to and didn't even realize it. Um, I guess it was like kind of one of those God moments where, you know, Holy Spirit just like reveals something to you. Like, oh, that's what it is. Um, but to tell a little story time, um, growing up, um, you know, my dad wasn't in my life 100%. And so growing up, my daddy would call me and say, hey, I'm going to come pick you up at this time. That time will come 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 50 minutes. He still hasn't shown up, right? And so I had forgiven my daddy, like I talked about in our forgiveness um, series, but I was still holding on to some stuff and I wasn't like holding it against him. I was holding it against everybody else. And so um, I had this standard where like um, in relationships, I would tell people, you know, hey, I just need you to let me know what's going on just so I'm not assuming like when you're coming or if you're coming or what time you're going to be here because I don't do good in it. And it wasn't because I'm impatient, you know, in a situation. It's because of that past trauma that happened to me. And with me just trying to set it up as 
hey, this is just what I want you to do. So let's just make sure you don't do it. I can't control people, you know? And so it made me realize last Saturday, like, hey, you need to get over what your dad did to you and not hold it against all these people because it's going to keep happening. And then it goes back to what you said, Ashley. That's why I haven't sent your husband yet because you need to get over that because you're going to try to do that to your husband. You need to get over that, you know? And so going back to our waiting series, that's why waiting is so important. And it's so important for us to do that work. Um, but you have to let go of bitterness that you like bitterness like that, you know, that's bitterness in the journey that, you know, made you, you, but you have to get over it in order to, um, what am I trying? So it's not holding you back. Like you said, Shamanica, it can kill you if you have so much bitterness. And it can also like make you lose faith in God, especially if you you're looking at it as God, why'd you give it to her? Like I've been doing this, I've been so faithful. It can really start to disrupt your, your faith life. So yes. That's great. You know, I therapy just opens so much for me. And I just I I have a great therapist, a, a great and it took me like either three on before I can find her and everything. And so it just my issue, my father was there, but he wasn't there. If you can kind of get what I'm saying, he didn't do anything with us. He didn't, we wasn't daddy's little girls. He he didn't even talk to us. I don't even remember my father telling me he loved me at all, period, my whole entire life. And I went from man to man to man trying to find my father, trying to get that love and everything. And, you know, it, it led me to have three children by three different men. Mm-hmm. And I was just searching and searching and searching and searching. And I was like, okay, I got I to gotta work on this. I got to deal with it. So I have forgiven him. Like, I just like I forgive my mother and I forgive my sisters. Like, I, I've forgiven them because I don't like to be held down with things in them. I'm a free spirit. Like, I am, whoo, I quick to forgive. I quick to apologize. I quick, because I want to be free and I want to be happy because life is short. It is too short. It really is short. That's so true. And with the recent passing of Chadwick Boseman, it's just yeah. it reminds us of how short life can be and why we should right. have compassion to people because um, you never know what they're going through. Exactly. But I did write down something that came to me as I was studying. I said, you can't be bitter in the journey you went through and become found because mm-hmm. if you didn't go through that, you probably wouldn't have been found. So we have to keep that in mind. Yeah, I like that. That's so true. So with that being said, we did ask this question on our Facebook page and our Instagram. If you guys don't follow us on our social medias, be sure to follow us at Obedience Podcast. It should be on the screen right now. So if you don't follow us, go ahead and pause the video and go follow us on our social medias. But we did have a couple of responses. Let's go to the first one. This one is from at Dance with Shell. I still experience bitterness. It's actually a new feeling for me. Oh wow. And I can relate to that too because I just I just realized I was being bitter in my situation and I I, I forgave, but I wasn't trying to heal. So it's important when you realize what's going on. All right. And then the second one comes from Taylor Harris. It says I used to, but I've let it all go. No point in holding on to it. People are still living their lives. 
And I felt like that was a good point. Like these people who you bitter about, they still go on about their normal life. They sleeping at night. You're up. <laughs> so, you know, we need to keep that same energy as some other people. Let it go. Like frozen. <laughs> All right, Ash, do you want to add anything? No, I'm good. What about you, Shamonica? You want to add anything? I'm I just want to say that I uh throughout this whole process, I think it just all really ties back to get a relationship with God. Yes. You know, cut out what everyone else have to say. Talk to him because he'll talk to you. Oh, trust me, he will talk to you. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, he will talk to you. So just get your own relationship with him and it's okay to be lost sometimes. It's okay, but just just know you can't be found. And so I like to see you. And I'm gonna be rereading all these tonight. Like I'm just be reading them all. They're so wonderful. Yes. I'm trying to find a proverb. I don't want to say it wrong, but basically, if you go and seek me, you will be found. Like yeah. he's gonna come to you if you go seek him. I, I, I don't know where is that right now, but yeah. yeah you know what I just noticed in the Bible, like ask, seek, and knock. It's spelled out ask. It's spelled out ask. I was like, I was reading that one day, and I was like, okay. He's telling us right there. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, I think that the biggest takeaway in this series that we all need to remember is something that my Bible pointed out. It said, God's love is patient, endless, and constant. Mm-hmm. He will search for us, but he will not force us to come. God will wait for us patiently to come to our senses. He's not going to be going to be right there like the little child just waiting on you to come. So just keep that in mind. And then the most important thing that I know it's hard to, it's hard for people to get through their minds that God is loving and compassionate. Like I know, like it goes back to the point of being taught religion and we were always thought, we were previously taught that God is a punisher and he's jumping to heaven, just firing off darts if you do something wrong. Yeah. But no, it's so important that we, we understand and we know that look, God is love. He is love and he's so compassionate and he is your father. Um, and throughout the series, we pray that something was said to help you understand that he is love. He is loving his faith. He, he is faithful towards you. And that he wants nothing more but to have a relationship with you. So throughout this series, we pray that you guys understand that. Go back and watch it again if you, if, if you have to. Allow Holy Spirit to invite Holy Spirit in to, to speak to you. Mm-hmm. Talk. Be vulnerable with him. Mm-hmm. If you're lost, he will come after you. The first step is, though, you have to come to him. Mm-hmm. Like Monica said, X. Speak to him. And know in that moment that you are who he says that you are. Not this world. Because this will get you messed up every time. So we pray, like we said all the time, we pray that something was said to minister to you. And also keep continue to follow us on all of our social media platforms. You will get the notification of our next series that is coming out. And also something special that we have coming for you. So be on the lookout for that. 
Okay. And I also want to add, Ashley, um, if anyone out there who's watching this right now, if you are lost and you need help or you need guidance to get and found, always feel free to reach out to us at obediencepodcast at gmail.com. We are always here with you guys. Even if you just want us to pray for you, we'll be praying in agreement with you. Yes, so hit us up at our Gmail account, our Gmail email. Reach out to us. We're always here. We want to hear from y'all. So please do so. And also, leave a comment. You want to answer these questions? We also want to communicate with you. And let's hear your feedback as well. Thank you so much to Monica for joining us. It has truly been a pleasure. So thank you so much for having us. coming with us and you know just giving your insight it has truly helped us and encouraged us and also our viewers as well. so thank you thank you guys so much <laughs> i don't want to sing like a stalking in your inbox <laughs> or anything but i was just so excited when i saw what you ladies were doing i was like i have to work with them like i have to like you guys are you're going to go far and you're going to help so many people yes thank you. we appreciate i probably like say this to all our um everybody who comes on our show but I just want to thank you for being obedient because every time someone reaches out to us, it's because they were being obedient. And every single time it's always a good word, a good lesson. And I just thank you for reaching out because, you know, we didn't know when the blocks were going to align, but when they did, we see why you were the perfect person for this series. So we just want to thank you for being obedient. Thank you. Amen. Absolutely. Y'all be sure to go follow Shamanica at her podcast. Be sure to follow it. G- give them the podcast again, just in case they forgot. It is, uh, my Journey Within. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I don't have a Facebook page. I'm thinking about making one. But I am on all available platforms. You know, Anchor, uh, Spotify, iHeart, um, CastBox. I'm waiting on Pandora. Like, they're just giving me the blues and everything. But I'm pretty much, you know, you can see it out there. Be sure to follow. Check me out. You will enjoy it. Thank you guys. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and I don't know what y'all waiting on. Go ahead and subscribe to her. Go ahead and give her And just like Shamanka was, she was obedient and she inboxed us about being on the show. So we want y'all to continue to go on and be obedient. Oh. <laughs> that was ended and it's always be, be obedient. obedient. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time.